Rejoice always, we are told. Give thanks to the Lord for everything, we are told. St. Paul, writing to the Thessalonians, makes it very clear what we are called to do, but obviously he hasn't read the papers of the day. He hasn't read the papers that point out all the things that are going wrong in the world. It seems at times when we are faced with trials and tribulations, it's very hard to rejoice, very hard to give thanks, almost impossible to do it. And yet we are called to rejoice and to give thanks. And there's one good reason why we should. There's one good reason why we can give thanks and rejoice. And that's because we know the hope of the Incarnation. We know the hope of the Nativity that we will celebrate a week from today. We know that Jesus has come among us, that Jesus continues to dwell among us, that Jesus will always dwell among us, and so we have the hope that allows us to rejoice even in the face of strife and turmoil. And thank God for that. We are called to rejoice always. And because we have been given the hope of Christ coming among us and remaining with us always, we know that we can stand up and stand differently to the world in which we live. We are not to be overcome by strife and turmoil. We won't be surrendering to these things because the hope allows us to stand differently, to witness to the world of that hope just as John is called to do in, the set in our Gospel reading tonight, to testify to the light, a light that comes into the world of darkness and brings God's presence to us. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. The tenor of our Advent celebrations changes with this, uh, the arrival of Gaudete Sunday. Our, we're no longer focusing on the coming of Jesus at the end of time. We are now focused on the more immediate coming of Jesus at Christmas, which we will celebrate next week. And we celebrate that because it is the beginning of the great story of our salvation. Christ came among us as a child, a child who grew into a man, a man who proclaimed the kingdom, whose proclamation of the kingdom led him to the cross, to the tomb and to resurrection again, so that we might have the hope that allows us to continue to gather in this place week by week, we are called to continue that task of testifying to the light because of the hope we have received, because of the hope we hold in our hearts. So on this day, as we celebrate Gaudete Sunday, when we are called by the very nature of our liturgy to rejoice, there shall be rejoicing, otherwise there will be trouble, we rejoice because of what we know, because of the hope that we have, the hope we have experienced, a hope that allows us to stand differently to the rest of the world, a hope that allows us to testify to the coming of Jesus, to the presence of Jesus, just like the prophets of old, as we hear in our second reading as well. We are called to not quench the spirit of prophets among us. Prophets, of course, not being about the foretelling of the future, but the pointing out of the presence of God already here. That's what we do. We testify to the presence of Jesus through our word and through our actions because of the hope that we hold. So as we continue our journey through Advent, as we get closer and closer to the great festival of the Nativity, let's allow that hope to bubble forward, to bubble to the forward and allow us to testify to God's presence among us because 
we have received that hope, because we hold that hope. Otherwise, what's the point? So let's celebrate, celebrate well, rejoicing in the presence of God among us and being prepared to testify to that presence to others so that they can have the same hope that we hold.